I, I like the idea of recruiting someone. I just, just the concept of it's not, it's not that um, I'm on one side of the proverbial table and you're on the other and we're instantaneously playing a game of poker and you have your agenda and I have my agenda. No, let me bring you to my side of the table and let's create the agenda together and move forward together. This is the Strategy with Jason podcast with your host, Jason, Jason Harris. Hey, what's going on in the Podcast Nation? Jason Harris here with Digital Dealership Solutions. Hey, thanks for joining me on another episode of Strategy with Jason. Today, guys, we're in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Rockstar Automotive Conference, and I'm hanging out with my man, Sean Kelly. Jason, what's going on, brother? Thanks for having me on your show. No, man, thanks so much for taking the time. I know you don't have a lot today, so I really appreciate you taking the time to come jam with me. No worries, buddy. I'm, you know what? You are so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. This guy, <laughs> I heard he was a rock star at karaoke last night. That's, hey, if there's music playing, I'm in. <laughs> That's awesome. So we got to hang out last week in Toronto, and yep. now we're down here in uh, Las Vegas hanging out. I literally, it was funny, I was complaining this morning like the, the wuss that I am because my flight was delayed. And my flight got delayed four times. I ended up um, missing my connecting flight and had, I had to sleep at a, a sleep in in Phoenix. Oh no. I got about three and a half hours sleep. I had to get up about four to get here this morning by seven. Um, but I'm so glad I made it. I was this close to driving, but then I heard your story and then I felt like <laughs> such a jerk for complaining. No, no. Well, we, we, yeah, we had about the same as yours, but it was, it was a very interesting way to get here. But you know, hey, we're all committed, right? That's right. I man. mean, that's the one thing I found with you know, the people that are here and some of the vendors and you know, it's just, we're just, we're committed. Like we're gonna make it there no matter what. I mean, if we gotta thumb our way down to Vegas, we will thumb our way down to Vegas. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything was gonna stop me or you from getting here today. No, not at all, not at all. <laughs> so the, I, now I wasn't here for the presentations yesterday. How'd they go in your Presentations were great, man. The speakers were, look, you know, Matt and you know Chris and the entire team at Rockstar Auto, like do they, they put on an amazing event, and the speakers are absolutely awesome. Uh, Coach Wynn was amazing. You know, Lisa Copeland. I mean, come on, it's it's Lisa, right? I mean, just the energy and just you know that comes from her was absolutely amazing. In fact, everybody, Katie Marshall, you know, every every one of them was great. So you're on the stage today. First thing this morning. It's First like, thing this morning. It's always good to do the, the hangover speech, right, in you, Las Vegas. Yes, you got the hangover speech today. I'm not scared. I'm going to bring it. So <laughs> no, what, you will bring well, it. Well, let me. What? Well, let me ask you what. Like, what do I need to do to, to live up to the other speakers from yesterday? Um, you know what? I, it's going to be tough. I mean, everybody really kind of brought their A game. I mean, nobody was really kind of off, you know? I mean, everybody had you know, everyone going, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, interaction, which I really kind of like. You know, so a lot of times you come to these conferences and you're just sitting there in the seat and you're just not doing anything. You're just sitting there listening. But that's not the way that, you know, Matt and his team has this set up. I mean, everybody's interacting with each other. You know, we're switching tables, you know, we're doing team building exercises, like it's just, you know, and the networking, I mean, holy crap, the networking is amazing, you know, because everyone's just trying to learn together at the same time, you know. So, so what are you going to be jamming about this morning when you get on the stage? So this is the first time I've done this presentation Ooh. and I'm going to be, yeah, but I've done it in bits and pieces as, you know, with projects and dealers and coaching, but I'm going to be talking about how to build a winning culture at your dealership. Nice. So basically I believe there's four areas, four pillars to a winning culture. And I think that there's clarity around expectations, open communication, alignment to the direction of the company and understanding the value that every person brings to the team. So when you enhance and strengthen those pillars, then your dealership culture grows and that directly impacts your uh, employer retention and customer retention 
and basically makes your dealership, everyone enjoys coming to work every day. You know, we spend too much time yeah. at the dealership to not love doing it. Yeah, no, no, no. So what would you say if some of those first steps are trying to create that culture and developing out that team? You know, I think step one is really opening up the lines of communication because mm, yeah, if, that's good. if people can't be candid about the challenges they're having and, and where there is damage in the culture, mm -hmm. if they can't discuss that openly, then how can you fix it? So I think communication is step one. I think that's definitely step one. I so think, creating like a safe kind of place and just setting the expectation that, you know, what, what they want to say can be said without judgment is that, because you know how it is in these meetings, I've been in a bunch of them, you know, it's like, you kind of want to say something, but at the same time, you know, it's like, does your manager actually give a crap? You know, difficult conversations never have to be difficult as long as your intent is always positive and you share that first. I like that. I like that. So it's it's key for that not only the managers but also the salespeople go with that frame of mind of that this is going to be a positive conversation, and we're gonna this is gonna bring positivity. We're not here just to dump on each other because I think that in a lot of cases, because I have seen us try to do this. Okay. And it literally just turns into a dump party. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because someone comes up with the problem and they, they lay it out in a way or they, they sandwich the problem between two happy things, which is, isn't direct enough. And then the yeah. problem never gets addressed. So I, I think you can be too positive, whereas the method I'm going to share today in the Rockstar Conference is the, in what I've seen, there's no better way to do it. So I'm going to talk about what I call a recruitment statement. Um, which will help, you know, basically in, in the first 10 seconds of any conversation, you're either going to fight alongside me or you're going you're gonna to fight against me. So I'm going to show them how to recruit people to your side in any conversation. Um, and I think that's I like step that. one. I like the idea of recruiting someone. I just, it's just the concept of it's not, it's not that um, I'm on one side of the proverbial table and you're on the other and we're instantaneously playing a game of poker and you have your agenda and I have my agenda. No, let me bring you to my side of the table and let's create the agenda together and move forward together. I really like that idea. That's good imagery. That's cool. Thank you. That's very cool. Then, then we'll, be, um, we'll talk about how to align everyone to the direction of the company. You know, is there a common objective that everyone's working towards or is it just sell cars? You know, selling cars is just the result of other things. Yeah. And there's a lot of different ways to sell cars, right? Yes, yes. That's we've, why seen, we've seen a lot. We've, we've seen, seen a lot of different ways. Some of them put people in jail, right? <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, um, making sure that you have a direction of the company, I think that's step two. And then the third is, is clarifying expectations. So everyone knows where, um, you know, what are they supposed to do? What is, you know, every single job within your organization should have a different expectations sure. list. You know, they should know what they're getting into. But that should start before you even hire or promote me. Yeah, because you, you're creating that foundation. You're you're building up for success. It's, it should be a part of that onboarding process. In fact, I was talking with a few guys the other day about the onboarding process, and I, I guess maybe I haven't even myself thought enough. But it is. I mean, it, it's probably one of the most important parts of hiring someone. You know, yeah, we hired them. That's great. But it's that first. Was it week or two? Possibly. It's just that onboarding process. Some of my dealers' onboarding processes for just a for a car salesperson will last ninety days. Wow. Yeah, because what you're doing is you're setting them up for success. You know, I love the fact that we're talking about uh, the dealership's why, right? We all know what we do. We move metal, we service cars, we sell parts, right? Um, but I don't think we spend enough time figuring out why we do it. And then once we have identified why we do it, let our how kind of be defined by our why, right? So, so what would you be, like, just a quick example of what uh, a dealership's why would look like? You know, there's 
I think the only bad culture is one that's created by accident. And when you don't have a why, like a clearly defined you know, vision for success, then ultimately you get the, the super competitive salesperson who's just trying to beat everyone, and then you get the, the timid salesperson who just wants everyone else to be happy and doesn't get the results they need to feed their family. At the end of the day, you know, if, how can we possibly accomplish a mission if we don't know what that mission is? So I, I'll share one with you. You know, there was, uh, we, we have a dealership that was promote every single person in our entire dealer group out of our store. Okay, yeah. So like the that. why was to grow the individuals to the point where they were so talented and so good and so ready for the next role that the man, that the dealer group, the dealer principal, never had to hire from outside to promote someone. So the managers, own, and, and that why, what, what sort of uh, activities and behaviors do you think that led to? Oh, I, th that would change everything. I mean, if, you, if, if that was your purpose, or that was, that was your why, all right, and spending and developing out these individuals and, and both their talents and their knowledge and their expertise, you, the how you do it would look entirely different than most dealerships, 100%. I'm, I'm talking significantly more training, significantly oh, yeah. more coaching, better, you know, better interaction. I mean, you had, you had people that were ready to fill in for any layer in, in the organization. So you had a backup finance people who were being trained for the next role. It really bought back a lot of time for the leadership and allows them to do mission critical things like strategic thinking, goal setting, forecasting, coaching which ultimately drives results, right? So, uh, yeah, that's just one example. But uh, having that why is, is absolutely critical. That's the alignment to the direction of the company. That's so cool. That's so, and that's a perfect example of just people first, you know? Right. You know, people first. You know, and, and, and by putting the people first, our profits will continue to come with them, right? It's not always profits first. I like that. That's cool. Um, you know what, Sean, thank you so much for taking the time to appreciate jam with me. Coming. I really appreciate it. If you were to give one piece of advice out there, all right, to maybe a struggling salesperson that listening to this podcast right now, what would be that one piece of advice? Invest in yourself, right? There, there are so many salespeople that, that point the finger at their dealership and, and managers that point the finger at their salespeople or their dealer. You know, quit waiting for them to take action. You are perfectly capable of looking up content on the internet, you know, watching YouTube videos, joining Facebook groups, reading books. You know, the moment you, you know, yes, your, your business should invest in you as well, but the moment you invest in yourself, make yourself more valuable, the sooner you will get the results you're looking for. I promise you that. That's awesome, guys. You heard it here. Hey, for anybody out there listening to this and they'd like to connect with you, what is the best way to connect with you, Sean? Uh, guys, you can reach out to me anytime through email is the best way because I'm coaching <laughs> all day, uh, most of the day. So, uh, S-E-A-N, Sean at carmotivators.com. You can also call my office. I've got my receptionist there. We'll take any messages. Um, I'll give you that. It's a one eight 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 number, but yeah, it's 1-888-921-0221. But email is usually the best way to get me direct. So. And, and guys, really, I mean, when Sean's saying that, he really does he reach out to him. Absolutely. He, this is one of the most approachable people in the industry. And just what a stand-up guy, real truly. Hey, get, thanks, brother. Thanks. Appreciate thanks you so much for taking the time. Yeah, welcome to America, by the way. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> As if you've never been here before. Like you've never been here before. <laughs> thanks, guys.